Welcome to The Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed right before our very eyes and exactly as was foretold. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Last Christian Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams here in KRRB out in beautiful East Texas and there in the Dallas area. Terry, let me be the first to uh, say it to you today. Merry Christmas okay. to you, my friend, from the amen. Williams family amen, to yours. Brother. Thank you, amen, brother, and to you and yours and to uh, everyone watching. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Jesus came. He was born. Uh, he died. Uh, he's coming back. Uh, there isn't anything about him, past, present, or, or future, that you can't speak to uh, in Jesus. Uh, it says Jesus Christ yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. That's what it says. Amen. Amen. And if anyone has not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, we please uh, please do. Uh, the channel continues to grow, and of course, that's the way that we get the message of Jesus Christ out to the world. Uh, Terry, we have over 2,300 subscribers right now and growing. And of course, uh, YouTube is one of our smallest outlets, but we would sure like to see it grow and uh, join the others. Um, just Our show just last week was the first one ever to, across all platforms, eclipse one million in listenership. And well, that, it's not something that we're trying to brag about. Uh, it's something that we're yeah. just proud of in the fact that we can get that message out uh, of Jesus Christ all across the world. And today, especially, we want to, uh, to do that. It's Christmas Eve, of course, and tomorrow mm -hmm. is Christmas Day. And, um, you know, Merry Christmas is not said enough. I don't like to hear happy holidays. It's all about mm -hmm. Merry Christmas, the birth of Christ. That's what this is mm -hmm. all about. So don't Amen. worry so much about those Christmas presents under the tree. Worry about what's in the Bible. And today mm -hmm. we're going to go over a lot of Scripture, and uh, we, look mm -hmm. forward, we look forward to doing that. Uh, as a matter of fact, Terry, uh, we're going to start right off today. Uh, and if you remember, uh, we were talking about how in the in the last show how uh joseph was kind of put into a situation i guess <laughs> is the best way to um the best way to say that is you know you're about to get married to a lady and she is supposed to be a virgin and all of a sudden you know you find out that she is with child and mm -hmm. the human reaction to that is, okay, we have some cheating going on here. And back in the olden mm -hmm. days, it was handled a little bit differently than it's handled now. Um, mm -hmm. It was, I believe they call it put them away. And I'm not saying about mm -hmm. what like, it's not like put them down like a, you know, put them down or, you know, mm -hmm. dispose of them, but to quietly mm -hmm. push them out of your life. Isn't that how it went? Yeah, in fact, uh, and let me throw this in real quick, uh, okay. and you can stop stop me at any point. Sure. But what Joseph was experiencing was what took place in Genesis 6. Uh, the angels, he, she said to him, an angel has come to me, and I'm with child. Yeah. You know, this is the story that, she's get, that he's getting, 
and we know where that leads. Yeah. Uh, so well, I, I that's want to break why in. he was wanting to put her. Yeah, go I, ahead. I want to break in real quick because we addressed that in the last show, and I really don't want to bring it up again. Oh, not for, I'm sorry. Not, I didn't not, remember. Not for yeah, we, we did know. touch on that, and, and I do not even want to touch that. Anybody that wants to hear that story, go back and look at our Thursday show. Okay, Amen. now I want, to, I want to look here uh, very quickly at Scripture, and this is Matthew 1. Uh, verses 18 through 21, and that's how we're going to kick mm -hmm. off today. Uh, now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being just a man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Very, very powerful introduction there, uh, Terry. Amen. But at the same time, again, uh, this is Joseph having those thoughts. You know, okay, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to follow through on this on this wedding. Uh, and mm -hmm. then the, the angel comes to him, and uh, so anyway, um, the angel comes to him and. I'm, I'm trying to remember. What was that in like dream form, or, or do you do you remember how that how well, that works no, out? No, I'm not. I'm not going there. I don't. I I don't remember. I don't believe. I don't either. Uh, yeah. I think it seems like it was a dream, but I'd have to look at the passage. But I did yeah. want to throw something in. Okay. Uh, in uh, this guy has to prepare this whole thing. Oh, so actually, folks, okay. I just found it. Actually, I just found. Yeah. It. I'm I'm, I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it back up on screen, and you continue. But I do. I do want to. Uh, to point out there in verse 20 that it says, mm -hmm. but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to there him in go. a dream. So in it, a it, dream, is, it is a dream. Okay, go, go ahead with, with what you were saying. Go ahead. I was just going to say in verse 19, uh, when he says uh, he was a just man, he right. was a righteous man. Right. He, he, was, he was a keeper of all things necessary uh, within the Jewish uh, framework. And so that's why it says he was a just man. And I hope our Jewish friends look at that phrase and understand uh, this is all about Jesus coming, first of all, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Go Amen. ahead. Amen. Uh, well, we're going to move on. Uh, Luke 2, and uh, this is verses 1 through 3, uh, that Christ was born to Mary. And I should warn people that this some of this stuff is going to be uh, out of sequence and then back in sequence, just the way the Bible's written. I didn't write it. God did. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've, I'm dealing with what I have here. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. Christ born to Mary, uh, Luke 2, verses 1 through 3. And it came to pass in those days that a, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while, and I can't say that word, Terry. Go ahead. Tell me what that is. Was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Now, what this tells us is that the city that Joseph and Mary were living in at that time was not where Joseph was born uh, or where he was to be registered. So he needed mm -hmm. to travel with his family uh, to the city in which uh, he was to be registered, correct? 
That is correct. And in fact, all of this is a matter of record. People can go back as far as the records of Rome. And this is all legitimate. It's all right. And this is the way it actually happened. And uh, also for an encouragement, regardless of how bad the government gets, certainly ours is uh, hopefully not as bad as the Roman government. God is in control. God's overseeing everything. So even when it looks like a bad thing, like Joseph and Mary having to go back uh, to Bethlehem. Uh, in, in those days, the roads were packed with people all over the world, and Israel was a crossroads uh, right. of the world. So there were thousands and thousands and thousands. It was like Dallas uh, uh, going downtown to Dallas. It was just packed, bumper to bumper. Right. So anyway. Well, well, you know, people say all the time that you shouldn't talk about politics and religion. Well, this yeah. is a prime example in the Bible where politics is brought in. So, yeah, uh, right. so I want to let people know that because, you know, it says that he had to travel back to his, um, his, the, the proper place to be registered. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. let's say that your uh, voter's registration card is in Texas, but, um, mm -hmm. but you happen to be in Louisiana at the time or, or mm -hmm. Florida or mm -hmm. something like that. Well, mm -hmm. you know, you've got mm -hmm. to follow rules. You have to yeah. you have to follow rules and to be politically correct in the right way. I'm not talking about political <laughs> correctness right. in the stupid way, but you know politically yeah. Yeah. correct in the right way, in the legal way. So politics mm -hmm. is throughout the Bible, you know, and politics mm -hmm. goes right up until the time of Jesus' death, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you know, don't think that religion and politics are separate. And anybody that that says that simply wants to say that to try and avoid. Uh, dealing with what is actually right. And so they say, oh, I don't want to talk about that. That's, that's, that's political. Well, it may be, <laughs> but it also, it also may be spiritual. It may also be biblical. So you need to pay attention. There's nothing in the Bible right. that says don't pay attention to politics. Not one time. That's right. Okay. That's right. So uh, before we get too deep into that, we'll go ahead um, and move on to this verse. And this is Matthew 1, 22, uh, 24. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord, through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Now in Matthew 1, Verse 24, it says, Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Now, again, I, I am... Uh, going back and forth here because again that's how the Bible's written. So I'm trying to take sure. this. I'm trying to take this in as best of an order as I possibly can. Sure. But some yes. of some of it is going to be repetitive. Some of it is, you know we may back up a little bit at, at times mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. but we are going to keep it. We are going to keep it going in the best order that we possibly can. And that brings mm -hmm. us to Luke two, verses four through seven in which Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth 
into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. Um, So again, to reemphasize the fact that Joseph did travel, and he went back to the city. I'm assuming that's the city of his birth, right? Bethlehem? Mm -hmm. Is that that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's correct. So now, um, Bethlehem, uh, Nazareth, Bethlehem, they were considered to be kind of low life, right? I mean, they. Uh, it seems to me like there was something in the Bible that says, you know, nothing good's ever come out of there. No, uh, no, that's Nazareth. There was Nazareth. nothing okay. good. There. Okay. In fact, in fact, and here, here's the thing. That's a beautiful point. Okay. In fact, in Micah chapter five, verse two, it says that Bethlehem Ephrata, that's where he's going, uh, is actually even though it's one of the least and smallest of all the villages uh, in Israel, he said, out of you is going to come the Savior. Yeah. So here's right. a prophecy being fulfilled. So yeah, no, that's a good point. Good okay. Point. Okay. Okay. So um, now, so we've got them traveling. Okay. And I don't know that now. Israel is a very small country. I think it. I think it's been compared to uh, the size of New Jersey or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, now, now I'm, I'm. I'm not. I'm not real sure. Is that the same basic territory at that point as it is now? Or, or are we talking about a larger, a larger area uh, of Israel and, yeah. at the time of his birth and Israel now? Sure, sure. I believe at the time it was uh, much larger than that, okay. although it was still not a large country, but it was much larger than that at that time. Okay. Um, yeah, well, and it I will know be much larger when Jesus comes back. But anyway. oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I, I know, I know that the um, the land of Israel itself, as was given to God, that is defined in in the Bible. You know, those huge, those those huge. boundaries are, are laid out, and it is much, much, much larger than the area uh, that we do, that we call the state of Israel today. But regardless, uh, it would still have taken days to make this you know they didn't have automobiles they didn't have trains they didn't have aircraft she was great with child great with child right so we're talking about it's coming up the moment's coming and they've got to do this traveling right right on a a mule on a donkey yeah yeah and yeah and and it had to have been it had to have been slow because you know you don't want to you know whenever you are traveling with a pregnant lady i mean you know we've been through it terry Traveling with with, yes. with your wife, you know, and uh, I mean, I didn't even like hitting potholes, you know, yes. and, and yeah. believe me, yeah. the Dallas area has got plenty of them, you know, and, yeah. Yeah. and that, yeah. that's that's where I was back if in the day. If anybody needs one, we can give you a couple. Absolutely. Okay, let's move on. Uh, this is Luke uh, chapter 2, and it is verses 8 through 12. Now, there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. 
For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Beautiful, beautiful scripture there. And uh, one thing I want to bring up here, and then I'll let you uh, go on however, however you want to, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, I think the, the illusion or the belief by people is that these shepherds, these, these three wise men, as they came to be known, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they got this message. They ran to Bethlehem. The baby is still there, is in the, in the, mm-hmm. uh, in the manger, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which mm-hmm. is basically a place where, where, for those of you who don't understand, it's just basically a, mm-hmm. a, where they keep cows and goats and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's not the case. It, uh, you know, the, the angel came to them and declared the fact that the child had been born, but they were still mm-hmm. a ways off. They, do, they weren't mm-hmm. there that day, and they didn't get there that mm-hmm. night, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's... The, the shepherds were able to get there. The wise men, which you had d- briefly uh, mentioned, the wise men did not arrive until uh, it was, he was right around two years old. That's when Herod went out and had all the two-year-olds below killed. Uh, so when the, when the wise men, it talks about it, the wise men came to the house where he was. Right, and it so mentions that. that. It mentions the house specifically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But now the shepherds did. It was that very night. Okay. And they went there, they saw him, and then they went everywhere telling people, guess what we just saw? And they thought, well, these guys are drunk or nuts or something. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, I want to go into uh, Luke chapter 2, and this is uh, verses 13 and 14. And it said, uh, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So that's a, simply an announcement of of the of the birth, and you know the angels were excited. I, I mm-hmm. think that I think that's pretty clear. All right, in Luke two fifteen and sixteen, it says, "So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us.'" And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And that's exactly what, what you were talk, uh, talking about uh, just yep. a couple of minutes ago, Terry, that, yes, that, uh, that the shepherds, right, were, were, able, were able to go there immediately. Eyewitnesses. So, eyewitnesses. Eyewitnesses to it. Yeah, that, you know, and that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they. I guess they. They were the first visitors. You know. Um, so, all right. All right. Well, we're we're keep on going here. Uh, this is Matthew two, one and two. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, "Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east." And have come to worship him. So now this is the wise men, then, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So now they see a star, and I know um, there's, you know, every now and then somebody comes out with, you know, well, hey, there's a star that's like, it's supposed to be like the, the, you know, this, this particular one, like this star. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
uh, I don't remember how old I was. There was a um, we were we were traveling on a Christmas or something, and mm -hmm. uh, there was supposed to be this star of David that appeared in the sky. Mm -hmm. And you know, I don't mm -hmm. I don't even remember if I saw it or not. It might have been a cloudy night. I don't remember. But anyway, sure. Sure. Um, every time that happens, and it seems like it's supposed to happen again, either this year or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, yeah. Every time it happens, well, that's supposed to be the sign. Well, no, that's mm -hmm. not the sign. Mm -hmm. Okay, the star yeah. was a sign once, but mm -hmm. just just because we get a repeat uh, doesn't you know it it doesn't mean it, that that's going to be of any mm -hmm. kind of huge significance yeah. now. Other than yeah. the fact yeah. of bringing the story to light, I mean, maybe mm -hmm. maybe that's helpful. Well, and here's how it's going to help is because Jesus said as we get to the end times and all of those various prophecies about what's going to be taking place, that there are going to be, Jesus said, signs in the heavens. Now, he didn't say one sign. Right. He said there are going to be signs. Right. So we have no idea what kind of a light show God's going to be putting <laughs> on. And, and it may be before the rapture and it may be after right. uh, because that's a little bit fuzzy there for me. But the reality is, as we get closer to him, we're going to see more of these light displays and, and whatever else is going to take place. Right. You know, and some of that, and I, I really, I hate, to, I hate to mention this, but kind of have to. Uh, some, yeah. of that, some of that could be this UFO stuff. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, yes. um, you know, people are always saying, that, well, it's visitors from outer space or something. No, not mm -hmm. necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we have no idea. And, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. people point to uh, stuff that's on the ground, like uh, uh, over in the UK, they have that, uh, mm -hmm. uh, what is it? Stonehenge? Stonehenge, yeah. And they're saying, you know, it only, you know, could really only be seen from above. Well, what would that be, you know, signal to the aliens? No. It could have been built as a tribute to God, don't you think? Yeah. You know, I mean, it could you know, uh, no, no, have been built for anything. Well, there's pretty solid evidence that it was uh, by the, uh, I just had the name in my mind and it flew by, but it was a religious cult that uh, built that, the Druids, the Druids, and uh, and they built that. And, and who were they building it to? Pretty, uh, uh, to their gods, whoever they are. Okay, so and, they, and that, that's it, what I just said. Because of the size, <laughs> because of the size of the stones, yeah. it has often been conjectured, and again, there's no actual proof, but it's been conjectured because of the size of the stones, just like the pyramid. They can't build a pyramid today. They're too big, the stones. But yeah. uh, And the same thing with Stonehenge, that they were actually engineered and built uh, by uh, spirits, angels, uh, that had fallen and so forth. That's that's a whole deep. We're going to leave that. But anyway, that's the so, so. And this is what this is part of the academic structure of study in that area. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I, I started to play the Twilight Zone mu music there for a second, <laughs> but um, you know, I, in, in in the in 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 the whole context of everything, it doesn't make a dime's worth of difference. You no, know, it doesn't. Uh, so, it sure doesn't. Uh, you know, in 10,000 years, nobody's going to know the difference. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Well, one thing I, I do want to get in before uh, we run yeah. out of time in the first half of the show tonight, and that is that 
again, let's get into politics a little bit. And when I say politics, I'm not talking about 2022. Uh, let, let's look at this one real quick. This is uh, Matthew 2, verses 3 and 4. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. Okay, well, he's really interested in this, right? I mean, he wants to know exactly, um, <laughs> exactly what's going on. I wonder why he's so interested in that, Terry. Do you, do you have any idea uh, why? Oh, absolutely. Because the, uh, uh, the, the uh, wise men had come to him and to his spiritual leaders and said, you know, we've we've come to worship this king. And so and they're saying, wait, he's going, whoa, wait a minute, I'm the king around here. And so he's looking and that's why he had them go out and kill every child. In we'll that get area. there. We'll get there. We're not he there is, yet. Okay. We're not anyway, there yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, the next thing I, I want to move on here again, I'm trying to get all this in before the first half expires. Okay. So um, so they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall, shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So uh, this is what they're telling Herod. This is what they're telling Herod. Okay, so, uh, so um, you know, he, they're, they're telling him where this is going to happen, right? So, yes. So yes. next up in Matthew 2, 7 and 8, Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. We know, we know for a fact the true reason why uh, he wanted uh, to know exactly where this king was mm -hmm. that was uh, interfering with him. Anyway, we're going to continue the story. In the second half of the show, for those of you that do not get it, we invite you again to go to our YouTube channel or to any of the uh, podcast platforms anywhere to pick up that, uh, that next half of the show. For the rest of you, uh, we'll be back here in just a few minutes with the second half of the last Christian radio show. Well, for some of you listening to stations that do not carry the second half of the last Christian radio show, we have reached the end of this edition. We ask that you join us every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central Time for another edition of the last Christian radio show. For everyone else, we'll be back right after the break with the second half of the internationally syndicated last Christian radio show with J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. You're listening to Revelation Radio, part of the Ustreamit Broadcast Network, your online destination for Christian radio, for and by Christians, where we gather to share our Christian inspiration, talents, faith, message, and hope. Please visit us online at www.revelationradio.net. 
or www.ustreamit.net today. There's simply no better way to start your day than with the Holy Bible. Please join Pastor Jason Wilkerson, the pastor of Disciples Fellowship Church, in his daily program, Truth That Transforms, every morning at 9 a.m. Central Time and again every Sunday at 9 a.m. as well as 12 p.m. right here on Revelation Radio, Truth That Transforms. This little radio thought is based on God's words to the prophet Jeremiah. This is what the Lord says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Now, within its historical context, this prophecy was fulfilled when the Jews returned to Jerusalem in 538 BC. However, since these words are recorded in the Bible, they remain active for anyone reading them today. That's how scripture works. God's word endures. You can hold it in your hands today. My encouragement to you then is resign your life over to the plans that God knows he has for you. Acknowledge him in all of your ways. His plans are always for your shalom, even when the contrary seems evident. This promise, spoken more than two and a half thousand years ago, is still alive and active and real for you today. God tracking is trusting God's endearing plans. I'm Dudley Anderson. More at surereality.net. KRRB Revelation Radio broadcasts to all 50 U.S. states and more than 160 countries around the world, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We offer the perfect platform for you to host your very own radio show locally, nationally, or to a worldwide audience. And if you're a podcaster or social media content creator, upgrade your productions to digital radio and explode your listening audience. Gain new subscribers, be invited on other podcast or radio shows as a guest, or find guests for your productions. No matter your topic or genre, if it's suitable for all audiences and age groups, you're invited to join the Revelation Radio family. We know you'll love the results, but to make sure radio is for you, your first 90 days are absolutely free without any obligation or hidden fees. For more information or to get started today, visit www.revelationradio.net or email us at info at revelationradio.net today. KRRBDB, Grand Saline, Canton, Mineola, Texas. Here's the latest from the KRRB Newsroom. This is the latest news headlines in 60 seconds with Alan Edwards. China's military sent 39 planes and three ships toward Taiwan in a 24-hour display of force directed at the island. Taiwan's defense ministry said Thursday, China's military harassment of self-ruled Taiwan, which it claims is its own territory, has intensified in recent years. Two associates of Sam Bankman-Fried have pleaded guilty to criminal charges related to the collapse of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX in cooperation deals. Concerns about illness or inflation aren't stopping Americans from hitting the roads and airports this holiday season, but a massive winter storm might. Forecasters predict an onslaught of heavy snow, ice, flooding and powerful wind. Hundreds of migrants bundled in coats and blankets formed a long line in cold winter air at the U.S.-Mexico border. That's the latest headlines in 60 seconds. I'm Alan Edwards. And from all of us in the newsroom, happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Welcome back to the second half of the internationally syndicated Last Christian Radio Show with J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. 
And welcome back to the second half of the Last Christian Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams, and again, uh, joining me there from the Dallas and Fort Worth area is my co-host, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. And Terry, I wanted in that first half of the show to get in the political point, and I'm speaking biblically political, um, yeah. as far as Herod and mm-hmm. his, uh, his part in this entire thing, because it goes a little deeper than just um, uh, hoping that the, uh, that the wise men were going to point him to Jesus where he could eliminate his competition. I mean, that's what it was all about, right? Eliminate the competition? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, it, it goes deeper than that. And I, I want to take a couple of minutes here before we go on with the Christmas story. I don't want to get a, too far away from it, but I think it's important for people to understand that after Jesus was born, Herod was, he was a very unhappy king, and he didn't want this, he didn't want this Savior, he didn't, he didn't look at it as a Savior in as far as, you know, saving people from their sins and allowing them to, you know, the, the, the gift of, of salvation and going to heaven. He didn't look at it like that. He looked at it as this guy is going to try and call himself a king and replace me. You know, and I'm going to be kicked out of power, and he's going to take power. And so he was going to do everything in his power to make sure that didn't happen, including killing, I don't know, thousands? Was it thousands yeah. or, or at least thousands? It, 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 sure, sure, at least, I would think. So uh, tell us yeah. a little bit about that. I'm, I'm, I mean, you, you've studied the Bible longer than I have, and yeah. you know, I can explain sure. it, but, but I'd rather give sure. you the opportunity to go through that a little bit and tell people exactly what did he want to do and how did he go about doing it. Sure. Uh, well, he sent his men in. Uh, again, you've got to remember, when the wise men finally go to, the, to seek the king and, and they've figured out on the maps and on the stars and they've done all the wise men have done the study, they know at least two years. Herod didn't even know when the star had shown up. He right. didn't even remember it. He had to ask them. And so they told him and they said, yeah, it was about two years ago that we had this sign, this star in the sky. So he sends his men out and he says, kill everybody, kill every baby that is two, you know, watch this, two years old and under. Right. Because he doesn't know that he doesn't know when the baby was born. Yeah, so he didn't, know, when, he didn't baby, know which one it was. He had no idea which one baby, it was. If you had a baby that was a couple months old or a week old or a year old or whatever, it was gone, man. They were mm-hmm. they they went and they found them. And and of course, the more screaming there was, the more babies cried. They couldn't hide them. Right. And that's where you see the pictures of the women running through the streets with a baby. You know. Yeah. And they made sure they got them. Well, and I'm sure a few mothers went with them because they got in the way, and so they just get them too. So yeah. this is the kind of horrible thing that was taking place because of this. Right. Well, now, again, um, what I have tried to do as best I can is to kind of put all this in order, the way, the way things work. Again, it's really hard. I mean, you can look through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can look through the Gospels, and you can kind of put it together, but you're still going to have a lot of overlap. And, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know so anyway, for those of you that, you know, think I'm jumping around or whatever. I'm really not. I'm trying to keep things in the best order I can. And the only thing I can tell you to do is go to the Bible, pick up the Bible yeah. and look yeah. at yeah. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and yeah. John, and yeah. you'll see exactly right. what I 
was dealing with and putting this together. Yeah, yeah, it tells yeah. a story, but you yeah, got to remember yeah. that this is different people telling the story. Yeah. So each one yeah. of them has just a slightly different perspective. That's right. But That's at, right. at the same time, they're telling the same story and it all it all meshes. It all comes together absolutely perfectly. Yeah. All right. But yeah. I. Now, again, we've already talked about the birth of Jesus. Jesus is in the world at mm-hmm. this point as far mm-hmm. as what we have of what we have come up with here. But mm-hmm. I got to backtrack again uh, going mm-hmm. into Mark 1, 1 through 3, because mm-hmm. in our Thursday show, we addressed the fact that um, Elizabeth, the cousin of Mary, was uh, carrying John who would become, of course, John the Baptist, and mm-hmm. that he was to prepare the way for Jesus' ministry. So you've got, if yeah. you go to Mark 1, verses 1 through 3, we'll pick it up there, mm-hmm. where it says, mm-hmm. the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, behold, mm-hmm. I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now that specifically speaks of John the Baptist preparing the way for Jesus Christ. All right, so to continue on now with Mark chapter 1, verses 4 and 5, John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. I think this is the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, Terry, but I think this is the first time we really hear about confessing your sins, uh, to repent for your sins in the name of Jesus Christ, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, now there are elements of that throughout the Old Testament. Um, you know that you, you've gone into, a, as you always do, into a really deep subject, a deep area. Uh, suddenly, we've got caverns of information all around us. Right. But I will say this: this is the first time that it has been made so clear. And, you know, and that's why God only needed one John the Baptist to make it so clear you can't miss it. If you read the Bible, read John the Baptist, you have no doubt Jesus is the Messiah. Amen. He said himself, he said himself, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Amen. And, you know, uh, John understood his role. He understood his yeah. role completely. And he understood his purpose was, of course, to to be that usher in of, of Christ. And he understood that he was in no way close to being Jesus Christ. He was no, you know, he was, right. he was yes. not, um, he was not capable of uh, fulfilling or, you know, saving people from their sins or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He, that wasn't his job. His job was to say, no, here's the king. Okay. And yes. that, that's brought, uh, that's brought to bear in this scripture, Mark one mm-hmm. verses six through eight. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. (laughs) And he preached, saying, There comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptize you with water, 
but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Nothing could be clearer there than, uh, again, him ushering in Jesus Christ. Now, you know, Scripture is unclear on on this this particular point, and that is if the, the two of them had ever cast eyes on them before. Or am I wrong? No, I don't think they did. No, no, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Okay. Until you know, yeah, but you know. Okay, but and uh, the the reason that that may sound a little bit mysterious is because they're cousins. Remember, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mary and Elizabeth were cousins, so that makes them cousins or mm-hmm. second cousins or mm-hmm. some kind of cousins, right? So you mm-hmm. know. So and another another yeah another element that needs to be recognized in all of this is that we only understand who Jesus is when the Holy Spirit comes on us and right. reveals him. Right. So he could have met him any time before that somewhere, possibly not realizing, mm-hmm. although although he did he did right. recognize him in his womb. Right. And and so that that we've got to bring all of that in there. Right. So anyway, I'm going to leave it alone because it's you again you've got us into a deep 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 study <laughs> right here. Well, you know, again, it's it's just I'm, I want to I keep emphasizing this, but it's true. It's really hard for me to put all this into sequence, and Amen. you know the um, the important thing here is that uh, we don't even know the exact date that Jesus was born, and you know that's, right. that's, that's right. really uh, to me anyway. That's of zero importance. The the yeah. The, the yeah. point is, is that he was born. He did fulfill Scripture with his birth. Mm-hmm. With his birth, yeah, yes. everything, everything is fulfilled. And you know, I even mm-hmm. tried Terry to find um, some mention of what all prophecies were fulfilled just with the birth of Jesus. Oh yeah. man! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, bless your, your heart. Yeah. Okay. No, so, I'll, I'll say one thing for you: you have courage. But anyway, go ahead. Well, so you can understand when I tell you this: there is no way I can go into that right now. No. I, I, you know, I don't have the time, and we don't have yeah. the time, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably for the remainder of this show, or for the remainder of this yes. entire production you yes. know, no matter sure. how long we go sure. so yeah. i gave up on that idea i gave mm-hmm. up on that so that is not included uh, i have one more mm-hmm. uh, bit of scripture here and then i know terry's got a, a story um that that he wants to talk about but I've, I've got one more scripture here i think it's important that we get across and that is from mark 1 verses 9 through 11 and this is a very powerful uh powerful scripture here it came to pass in those days that jesus came from nazareth of galilee and was baptized by john in the jordan and immediately coming up from the water he saw the heavens parting and the spirit descending upon him like a dove then a voice came from heaven you are my beloved son in whom i am well pleased now that mr farley is you know, I'm, I'm leaving it off there because, you know, the ministry is just now going to kick off for Jesus Christ, Amen. really, at, at that point. That's really Amen. that's Amen. really where it all begins, right there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, John fulfilled his, his duties, and, of course, he would go on um, to be martyred, mm-hmm. uh, uh, murdered, 
Oh. Martyr, murdered. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, Either way, uh, murdered, murdered. Yeah. But he fulfilled his purpose. He fulfilled yes, his purpose, he and he did it. Um, and that, again, I, I hope people will take the time to go to the Bible, read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, mm -hmm. and John, and that way you can get the whole story. But tomorrow, on Christmas Day, I hope that you'll take just a minute take a break from all the presents mm -hmm. and all the mm -hmm. you know food and everything else and and remember back mm -hmm. over 2000 years to a baby mm -hmm. born in a manger born in a barn you can't mm -hmm. you know that's so simple uh, yeah. no no king in the history of the world I don't think has ever been born like that but he was. He's the greatest king of all kings. King of kings. Now, yes. Uh, Terry, I don't know if you have any comments on any of that, but I, I know that I know that, that you do have a story that, that you would like to it's like right. to present. So I'm going to go ahead and throw you up here full screen and let you do that. Okay. <clears throat> well, it's amazing, Joel, how we have continued to recognize as we talk about it and prepare for each show and do them, how God is leading us so carefully into beautiful situations uh, that some translations say stable. Amen. He was born in a yes. state. Yes. And um, uh, years and years ago when the boys were little, uh, my wife had a friend and the lady had a bunch of dogs and she was trying to get rid of some of them and they had puppies and all that and she brought some over and uh, Karen picked one of them for the boys and uh, her husband was furious because that was the only one he wanted to keep uh, and that's the way life goes but anyway we named him Hunter he was I'm gonna cry in a minute he was a beautiful dog we had him for many years uh, anyway um, but anyway, uh, so uh, in the beginning, I was not happy. Here is this dog. Our house isn't that large, and he was always under my feet. In fact, he stayed there almost uh, the entire time of his life. Uh, he was always under my feet, uh, but I loved him deeply. He was just an excellent dog. We named him Hunter uh, because he, the first time we saw him, he was a puppy, and he had a bird in his mouth, and so we called him Hunter. And uh, anyway, but right at that time, in the early uh, times when we first got him, uh, he was under my feet all the time. He was out. It was during the winter. He was out in the mud and the snow and everything else and coming in. I was constantly cleaning up mud and everything else. And one day, uh, and I, we were approaching Christmas, and uh, things were just, you know, and you're trying to get people in and presents and all that. And here is he's coming in and out, mud and cleaning up mud, cleaning up all this. And I'm standing there by the kitchen door, cleaning up mud one night. And I, I, I just, it was overwhelming with all the stuff going on. And I, I began to talk to the Lord, and I said, Lord, I said, you know, I said, this, you know, this dog, I don't know about this. He just, you know, and I said, all this mud. I said, this place is becoming just like a, and I stopped. I slammed on the brakes and I could hear the Lord saying to me, come on, Terry, say it. What, what, what were you going to say? It's just like what? And I said, I was going to say, Lord, it's, it's just like a stable. Right. Right. And there we are at Christmas. There we are at Christmas. Right. Man, I mean, I mean, how to hug that dog. I loved him. He was wonderful. <laughs> so, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that, yeah. yeah that, that's incredible. Because, you know, it, it does happen like that, you know. Um, yeah. Many times, and not, not just a situation like that, but there have been many times in my life where, you know, I would think, oh, this is awful. 
you know, this is just yeah. terrible. Something, something is bad. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, something will prompt me to think about how, what it was like in the time of Jesus. You know, yeah. I mean, think about the clothes that they wore. Think yeah. about, you know, the shoes that they wore. Think yeah. about the medicines they didn't have. Think about the yeah. illnesses that they encountered. Uh, you know, uh, you just recently had a situation where you had a crown come loose. Well, yeah. you know, thank the Lord that we have dentists today that can take care of those type of yes. things. Uh, my, my, my wife has had uh, eye surgeries. She's actually had mm -hmm. a cornea transplant. Both of yeah. us have had cataracts. Now, these are things, yeah. you know, these conditions aren't new. These aren't 2022 conditions. Yeah. These are conditions yeah, right. that have been that's there right. throughout time. Um, as a matter of fact, if you go back um, to the time of Abraham, uh, mm -hmm. His vision, his vision was so bad, that, you mm -hmm. know, that I, he's not recognizing people, not recognizing his own children, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So, so these conditions mm -hmm. have always been there. So, anytime that you, anytime that you feel a, a you know, that things are really bad, you know, mm -hmm. we've actually got it really good, don't we, Terry? I mean, the the Lord has oh, really he's advanced man. us uh, to a a completely new level. And oh. what went on? I mean, again, no cars, no trains, no no uh, yeah. no airplanes, uh, no mm -hmm. real doctors of consequence. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. times have really changed. And what Jesus was born into, my gracious! Yeah, salt, salt was used. Salt was used for money. I mean, they had money. They had different coins and things. But as an example, for bartering, and you wanted something, if you had salt, you could you could deal you could rock and roll right because it, it was you know it was that valuable now uh one thing i do want to and i i'm sorry i don't have the scripture for this yeah but um uh, it's challenging enough to get together what i got together trust me <laughs> you did um, great you did great man. but uh at I the time at the time that jesus was born we've already covered the fact that herod was doing everything that he possibly could to eliminate jesus before he ever um grew up at all yeah um, yeah and again i don't have gonna stop that train <laughs> yeah again i don't have the scripture but terry i i'm gonna rely on you a little bit here because i know that that you will be able to bring this story a little better to light and that is that an angel came to joseph and said you need to get out of there you need to because you know this is going on or this at least is going to happen mm -hmm. i don't think the Bi uh, maybe the bible's clear on it i'm not mm -hmm. i'm not um mm -hmm. as to whether or not this happened prior to herod coming mm -hmm. to a determination that these uh, kids or these young men or young boys should be killed but mm -hmm. an angel came to joseph and said you need to get out of there and mm -hmm. uh so mm -hmm. they went to egypt which again mm -hmm was a fulfillment of scripture, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yes, it was. Yeah, it it says, and I believe it's in Isaiah. But anyway, you can look it up. Uh, but uh, there is a prophecy that talks about him going to Egypt. In fact, there's probably more than one. I wouldn't be surprised. But um, in terms of what it took place, it was after the wise men had seen seen Jesus and all of that that an angel came to Joseph again. <clears throat> I believe I'm believing remembering this correctly. Came to him in a dream again uh -huh. and said. That he was to go, and and one of the things they say that they gave him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The gold was what supplied them with the money to go ahead and pack up and get out of town and go to Egypt. That was that was their money to keep them going. Uh, so it's a it's a beautiful story of God's provision. If there's something that we need, God will provide it. And mm -hmm. I'm not talking about money only. I'm talking about whatever it is uh, uh, that if we will look to him, because times are going to get tough with everything going on, but we can trust in Jesus, just as Jesus, uh, just as Joel learned the other day when he, he, you told the story yourself on the air that you had been concerned about not being able to find something. And the next day I called you and you said, I've got more than I know what to do with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, and but. As far as uh, the story there of Herod, um, yeah, he he was determined he was gonna he was gonna kill Jesus, and I, I don't know how many yeah. I don't know how many uh, babies that he killed, but he was obviously unsuccessful in his mission. Uh, God always yeah. is one step ahead of uh, plans mm -hmm. like that, and of course we we know where that thought came from. It came from Satan, you know. Um, sure. He he was sure. opera, you know, Satan's whole plan. From the beginning of time was to stop Jesus from being able to accomplish what uh, yeah. he needed to accomplish and uh, so he he tried everything he literally tried everything yeah. but um, and he's it, continuing he's and, not a yet stop yeah, yeah he well <laughs> yeah you got that right he's never stopped and uh, right now I would say that we we're probably at uh, one of the greatest evils uh, times epic times yeah. uh, in in world history the way that that things have happened but when uh herod died an angel went to joseph again and said okay bad guy dead go home yep you know and yeah, uh, now who followed him i, I don't know mm -hmm. maybe you do but whoever whoever yeah. it was uh obviously mm -hmm. did not have the same um you know, at, at mm -hmm. least he was going to let it go. Mm -hmm. I'll put it that way. You know, yeah. he was going to let it go. Yeah. There, no, nothing bad had happened. Herod served the king all the way till his death, just like he was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure the mm -hmm. next next king or ruler or Pharaoh or whatever yeah. he was. He was another uh, Herod. He was another Herod. Yeah, he didn't have it. He didn't have the same concerns. He, you know, yeah. he, he let it go. He just felt like he was more powerful than God and he was going to do what he was going to do. And that was the end of that, yeah. you know. So uh, anyway... As far as this show goes, what we have wanted to do is to present to you, as best we can, the Christmas story. I mean, Amen. Uh, Terry, you got on a, you know, I mentioned it to you before we went on the air. You know, you got on your holiday, 
holiday attire and um, you know, uh, right? I, I don't have a sweater like that. I told you that. I know I don't. Have, I don't have holiday sweaters. I think I'd look ridiculous. You look good, but I, I think I'd look terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. anyway, um, the one thing that I did do usually, you know, I'm either wearing my uh, University of Texas apparel or um, mm -hmm. you know, or maybe the you know the company shirt that I wear all the time. Yeah. But yeah. today. This is purple. I don't know if that comes across on screen or not, but this is purple. And that's because purple stands for royalty. And it's not my royalty that I'm trying to trying to show here, but it is for my Lord, my Savior, my King, my Jesus. And if I, I think it's important before we close out the show today that we just go back over one more time the whole purpose for the last Christian radio show. This isn't about J.D. Williams. This isn't about T.L. Farley. This isn't about the last Christian radio show. It's not about the United States. It's not about the world, really. This show is entirely for you, the listener. There is one person out there we feel like that is walking this earth right now that will be the last Christian. Just like there is a last play in a football game where the quarterback drops back, he throws that pass, it's win or lose right now, no flags down. Whatever happens at the end of that play, the game is over. Well, just like that, there's that last person, male or female, somewhere. Could be in the United States, could be in Israel. Could be in China, Russia. Could be in the Ukraine, South Korea, North Korea, China, Russia, Africa, Africa Peru, Australia. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But somewhere in this world, there is that last individual walking around, and they're going to say, and pray this with me if you are not a Christian and you believe in Jesus Christ. Father, please mm -hmm. forgive me of my sins. I know I am a sinner, but I know that Jesus Christ died for me on the cross. I know that he spent three days in the tomb. I know he rose on the third day. I know he was seen by hundreds of people. I know that he has ascended to heaven and he sits at your right hand. And I know he has promised that he's coming back first for his church to take those that believe in him with him into the clouds to keep them from the great tribulation to come. Father, please forgive me of my sins. And I promise you that I will walk with you in your way for the rest of my life. And I pray this in your holy and glorious name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And Amen. if you will pray that prayer, and if you will mm -hmm. believe in your heart that Jesus Christ truly did die for you, that he is your Lord mm -hmm. and Savior, you are saved for eternity mm -hmm. and you will spend eternity in heaven with all of us who believe in Jesus Christ and who all of us who have followed him share that share it with somebody write us office mm -hmm. at youstreamit.net mm -hmm. send it to JD Williams at revelationradio.net JD Williams at youstreamit.net send it to Terry Farley Terry give them your email address that's any moment. It's all one word. It's lowercase. Any moment at att dot 
And if you can't do any of that, tell somebody. Just let somebody know that you have accepted Jesus Christ in your life and then go and do your very best to serve Him as best you can. Now, you might be that last individual we're looking for, and if so, when you say in Jesus' name, we're all going to see you because we're all going to be together in the clouds with Jesus Christ. When you say in Jesus' name, the next face you see will be Jesus Christ. If you're not, well, wait with us. The time is coming. The rapture will occur, and the rapture will occur in the twinkle of an eye, and all of us living and dead will join Jesus in there. Until Tuesday, everybody. Merry Christmas tomorrow. Tomorrow, have a great day. Hope to see you Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Until then, good night, and God bless you. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for The Last Christian Podcast. Now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.